It's like working for Mr. Magoo. Whenever I walk out the front door, I am greeted by the empty blockbuster video across the street from my apartment. Good morning, Patrick. I'm still closed. Good morning, Blockbuster. I know you're still closed. You've been closed for like six months. Frankly, I'm surprised you made it as long as you did. Did you know that 71% of Americans still haven't heard of Netflix, Patrick? Why are you lying to me, Blockbuster? Because I'm lonely, Patrick. I... I have to go. Okay, see you when you get home. When the Blockbuster was selling its inventory... You know, selling the inventory they apparently couldn't even get people to rent. There was a big banner over the front door that said, Store closing, this location only. I thought this was hilariously optimistic on the part of Blockbuster Corporate. This location only? Really? I mean, sure, it's not like Blockbuster is shuttering all of their locations, not yet anyway. But I can't imagine that when the dude over at Blockbuster headquarters in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin was ordering the store closing banner from storebannersrus.com that he only ordered one. One banner should cover us, right? I mean, it's not like we'll ever have more than one location going out of business at a time. Hmm, I better order a few of these grand opening signs while I'm here. Wow, ordering things on the internet is so much easier than going to a store. The continued existence of Blockbuster's brick-and-mortar locations has less to do with Blockbuster's business acumen, or lack thereof. And trust me, there is a lack thereof. Books could be written. And more to do with the laziness of the average human being. Actually, laziness isn't even the right word. Lazy people have vision. Lazy people, for all their laziness, lazy people are actually a pretty forward-thinking bunch. If they see anything on the horizon that might come between them and their laziness, they'll do something about it. Similarly, if they see a way to become more lazy, they'll get off their lazy ass and do something about it in the name of a more efficient, lazy future. Stubbornness might be a better word. Stubborn people have no vision. Stubborn people explain why Blockbuster hasn't completely turned the lights off yet, both from a customer standpoint and from a corporate one. Customers who still go to Blockbuster are set in their ways. They've heard of this fabled Netflix wherein DVDs are delivered right to your door, or, alternatively, via a series of tubes directly to your tube. People who go to Blockbuster still have tube televisions. But they can't be bothered to look into it. Instead, they stubbornly drive to their nearby Blockbuster, which is becoming increasingly less nearby as the years wear on and more stores close. On the flip side are the Blockbuster executives. These are the stubborn idiots who took seven years to launch a shoddy Netflix competitor and almost as long to realize you could replace an entire store with a little kiosk in a supermarket. And honestly, who doesn't want to rent a saucy movie from an anonymous box after a trip to the grocery store? Ooh, the devil wears nada. Sold. Maybe I'm being too hard on Blockbuster. Maybe they realize that DVDs by mail and supermarket kiosks themselves, while superior to their own business model, was not forward-thinking enough and thought they could just skip right to streaming movies over the internet. What's that? Blockbuster is still setting up thousands of kiosks a year. Even in 2011, as DVD use hits an all-time low. Okay, never mind. I'm not being hard enough on Blockbuster. That said, the Blockbuster folks look like geniuses compared to the latest retail failure here in the United States, Borders. Borders declared bankruptcy a couple weeks ago. Right now, they're in the process of liquidating their remaining stores. If you walked into a Borders today, which I do not recommend you do, 
It looks like in the past two weeks, America has become a nation of highly literate criminals. Chunks of the store are cordoned off with caution tape. Employees are even more despondent than usual, traumatized. The cafe closed for good long ago. The cappuccino machine is up on eBay if you want it, though. It's a wasteland, and despite the steep price cuts, somehow everything is still overpriced. Compared to Borders, Blockbuster is still busting blocks. They're dropping DVD kiosks all over the place, and if you throw enough rocks, you'll eventually hit a Blockbuster that's still in business. Borders, though. Borders, you dumb bastards. Borders had 15 years to adapt to a new business model. 15 years. Jeff Bezos started selling books out of his garage in 1996 via Amazon.com and completely changed the retail landscape. Borders.com didn't start selling books on their own until 2006. They were a full decade late to the party. Prior to 2006, they were selling books with help from a third party. That third party? Amazon.com. Seriously, Borders? Seriously? Worse, they clearly learn nothing from the whole let's help our competitors make money thing because their e-reader strategy, if you can call it that, also consists of selling other people's products. OPP indeed. I'm talking a lot of trash here, but honestly, I don't understand how any brick-and-mortar store stays in business these days. Unless you're Walmart and you're making it up in volume, or you're a store that also has a huge online presence, which is sort of cheating, then I'm completely baffled how you stay afloat. Rent ain't cheap, salaries ain't cheap, and with all these book thieves around, you better hire some good security guards. It's 2011. Selling physical goods is a sucker's game. Pushing ones and zeros through a series of tubes is where the real money is from here on out. Well, that and selling store closing banners. Those guys are cleaning up right now.